0: It's episode 13 of The A-Side. The date is Groundhog Day. (laughs) I didn't even realize... I'm going to make Justin watch Groundhog Day with me tonight. I love that movie so much.
1: I didn't even realize it was Groundhog Day until I saw... Now I can't think. Someone on Instagram posted something about Groundhog Day.
0: We're not going to get into the... Fun stuff yet. Oh, yeah, sorry. We'll save oh that my god, for the B I can't believe I just like
1: revealed something fun about myself on the A <laughs> side. That was so
0: wrong. As you guys know, if you've been listening for the past two EPs, the A side is where we talk about your questions, we answer them. Really tactical stuff, we get down and dirty in your social media and marketing cues. We've got A's to them. Although we realized, I mean, I'm sure I will bring this up again, but you know,
1: I, it seems like only Juliet's game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys. DM both me and Rachel your questions for the pod. My She's feeling left hurt. out. <laughs> but today on the pod, we got a really good question about how to maximize your content if you have a brand that only has you know a product that is made over months or a period of time. We also talk about Pinterest. Yeah, we go into Pinterest,
1: which... Um we haven't talked about yet and Mm -hmm. it's it's like such a misunderstood
0: platform it's not even a social network guys spoiler alert spoiler alert um so we break it down for you and then we also answer a question from someone who emailed us about um multiple instagram accounts like she's starting this new project for her photography business should she start another instagram account how should this work um, so we answer that, and we can dig on right into it. It's a salad pot. Don't use your fun voice on the A-side. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're going to dig on into it. That's my broadcaster voice. We will see you soon when we start to answer questions. Okay, our first question for the A-side is actually a two-parter. Love it. And this is from someone I know who runs a very cool design and um, like furniture piece company that's called Duro Deco D-U-R-O D-E-C-O that's the website and the IG handle Um, and Rachel is the name of the owner of this she does it with her husband Um, she's and has architecture background and just like a extremely beautiful aesthetic these pieces are like there's a lot of glass in them and like beautiful lines and transparency and it's really amazing um, and she started this business she just left her like full-time job to do this with her husband and um, she was asking me a lot of questions about kind of marketing and social media and she submitted these two questions to the pod that we're going to answer today so her first question is We're usually developing new products and pieces over the course of months or sometimes years. So it feels like we don't always have new content to post on Instagram every day, but we want to stay involved with our followers and be part of the design conversations happening on Insta. Any suggestions for this situation? I think this is a good one because there's a lot of brands that maybe you're not, you know, your product takes many months or a while to actually create, Um, Something that was interesting about Duro Deco, so on their Instagram, she recently posted a time-lapse video of her finishing a chair, and it was, like, a a braided piece of the chair that she was, like, hand-braiding and putting together, and it actually kind of went viral. So she got, like, 15,000 views, and I think she has like, 7,000 followers, Um, when it, she this was first posted, she had 4,000 followers, so she gained, like, a ton of followers. Yeah, status, she has a lot of, like, 7,000 followers. Which is amazing. And it was showing up in people's Instagram Explore feeds, which is cool. And she said a lot of the people who were regramming her were, were a lot of these, like, oddly satisfying... It, it, it's really satisfying. Satis- I just watched it get braided like, like, four times. Yeah, it's like fodder for the Explore page. Yeah, it's, totally. It's just very mesmerizing. Um, so kudos to you, Rachel, for doing that. Um, and I think for... For something like this, like there's two things I would say for this specific question where you kind of want to show um, content about your products, but don't have something to kind of like do a time lapse video for every day or every week. Um, Think about, like, the whole process of the product. So, like, I'm sure there's a a moment when you're concepting and, like, sketching out something. I think that would be really interesting for your followers to see sort of every step of the way from the idea to the actual, like, finishing, putting the, like, braid on, Mm -hmm. the last braid on. Like,
1: make a point, like, say to yourself, like, I'm going to do one Instagram every day. Mm -hmm. And just, like, take an Instagram of wherever you are in the process.
0: Yeah. And explain it, mini exactly. blog, Instagram blog. And your followers want to know that. It might be boring to you, like, because you're in the weeds on this. Right, but, like, but it's not to them. Yeah, think about, you know, and it, having, like, a friend or an outsider kind of be a sounding board is always helpful. But what you're doing is really interesting, and not many people can actually do this. So we want to know the whole process. Yeah. Um, And something else that Rachel and I, Rachel Silver and I were discussing is since you're running this business and you're doing it with your husband, why not just have the account be like one Instagram post a day of what you're doing and working on for Duro Deco?
1: Right. It's like, it could literally be like your breakfast mm-hmm. and like a sketch sure. or like or like what you're inspired by if you're a at a museum in New York yeah. City like
0: you have a really cool life and people want to see that
1: yeah like people want to know Gary Vaynerchuk like said this one so I thought it was really smart like if he was starting a startup again he would like document like starting the startup and I actually yeah. thought about that like all along the way with Love Stories TV yeah. and some days you just like aren't In the mood? No, not that you're not in the mood, but it's, like, you're struggling with something, and, like, it's hard, and, like, you, like, don't want to, like, show that it's hard, or, like, or you don't, you feel like you don't have the time to, Mm -hmm. like, do it because you're, like, sorting it through, and so, like, but I think he's right, you know, particularly, like... With something like this, where, like, the process is, like, really key in the design community, like, yeah. I think we'll really geek out on it, so. Definitely. And Juliet made a point that it's sort of similar to the question we answered a few pods ago about the like, color guard. Yeah. And, like, I think a lot of people feel like this. They're like, mm-hmm. well... I only have an end product to show once in a while, but it's like show the soup to nuts, like show how you got there, like give more color, give more background. And like, I think a good way to do it is what you said. Like, just be like, I'm going to post one thing every day. Mm -hmm. And on the days where I don't feel like I have an obvious thing to post, I'm going to take a step back and be like, okay, well like, what did I work on today?
0: Yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, the Danny Joe founder, she has such a great Instagram. Yeah. It's like following her life, but also like what she does, um, so you can look to like some other kind of founders of you know companies that are like aligned with yours that um could be good fodder to just figure out like how are they talking about their brand and weaving in their personal life.
1: someone i really have been following lately that i really like is um ali webb the founder of um dry bar oh, yeah. because like it's just a really good mix of like her husband and her kids and her life and her business Mm -hmm. and like that i think sometimes people are like sure if your business is like to be a blogger then like obviously but like no she has like a another totally separate business yeah um and she just showcases her life like soup to nuts and people want to know like where their products come from Mm -hmm. and who made them and
0: how they got made and
1: like Mm -hmm. instagram's perfect for that
0: yeah Okay, and the second part of this question um, is about Pinterest, which is something we haven't yeah, really talked about. Yeah, we haven't on talked about pod. Pinterest on the pod. So the question is: I know that a lot of interior designers rely on Pinterest to find new products, but I'm in a loss to figure out how to get Duro Deco pieces to show up in searches. We have an account, but it's bare bones. Any thoughts would be much appreciated.
1: Actually, the first thing I would say is don't forget about hows. Mm-hmm. So get yourself an account on House or, like, any interior designers that you have worked with that you yeah. know are on House. Like, try to get them to post pictures because I think House is actually now, like, really good the go-to. Yeah. But I think the thing about Pinterest that um, people forget is pinterest not a social network it's a visual search engine so it's really much more like google than it is like instagram so i wouldn't even call it a social network it's not a social network the amount of followers you have doesn't mean anything it did like back in the olden days when Mm -hmm. you would follow like certain people but now your feed is just like totally algorithm based Mm -hmm. so first the the key things are the copy on pinterest is more important than the image um actually remember one time we were at like a pinterest workshop do you remember this And they, like, set up this question. They had, like, two pictures of a beach. One was, like, clearly more beautiful than the other one, but one I better copy. And I remember them being like, which one of these do you think comes up in search? And all these people got it wrong. And I was, like, looking at all these people, like, you guys all do marketing. Like, you know. know the answer. So, like, the first thing is, like think about the keywords you know and like write out really good descriptions Mm -hmm. for all your pins and then like also don't forget like they have to be sized correctly for Pinterest so like the first thing is like get all the content out on there with the right copy and the right Mm -hmm. keywords and then I think like the biggest hack for Pinterest is find um other people who are also looking to grow and do shared boards or people who have really big boards but need more interesting content Mm -hmm. because then um, even though it is mostly search and algorithm based it's just like Facebook you do still see people from the people you follow and also the search is based not just on the pin copy but on board copy also so if you do a shared board with like um, some interior designer Mm -hmm. and it's like kitchens and someone searches kitchens and both of your content is on there Mm -hmm. um you're more likely to get discovered
0: yeah i also think too like your site should be pinnable but if that's like not where your priorities are lying right now Try to collaborate with other, like, design blogs or people who, you know, have higher search. Like, where are these interior designers that you're talking about?
1: I'm sure they all okay. have blogs and
0: Instagram. Yeah. yeah, like, pitch them on blog posts. And how or- are they, like, yeah. looking at Pinterest to find new products? Like, mm-hmm. what are the sites that they're landing on? Mm-hmm. And try to work with those design blogs to get your pieces on there. Because mm-hmm. that will show up in search more and it's, like you know it's not going directly to Durodeco but people will see that and then click through to Durodeco so it's thinking about it that way
1: yeah absolutely pinterest
0: pinterest Aww. we love pinterest two good questions two yeah. related good questions cool cool okay we have another question for the a side that came in from email um This person said, Hello, ladies. Thanks for your great podcast. I'm learning so much about Instagram. I'm a photographer in Brooklyn, New York. I'm also a vibrant 52-year-old woman. You go, girl. (laughs) I'm working on a personal photography project to celebrate women over 50. So her question is about Instagram accounts. She has a personal account that she keeps private. She also has an account for her photography business, and she's wondering if she should start or keep this uh, new account she's created for this new photography project to celebrate women over 50. Um, So this is a question that I hear often from people who are running their own businesses and maybe like starting a new section of their business. Um, And Rachel and I were just like dishing on this before. Um, My personal thought on this... um, I like
1: your thought. I started to say something and then Julia was like, no, I don't think so. I was like, oh yeah, you're totally right.
0: (laughs) So I think that... You should just keep your photography account, and for this new photography project, create a hashtag for it. Right. So make it like a series, A series, a conceit, yeah. Yeah, like if you, depending on how much content you'll have from this, like post it every Friday or whatever makes sense for you, Um, but use a hashtag that keeps it consistent, because you ultimately want to get potentially new clients from this, and people will come to you for your photography but also like they'll find you find out that you're the you're the gal who is photographing women over 50 and celebrating them so that'll be like a part of your shtick totally you can even put that in your instagram bio and if it like blows up then you can like move it over to a new instagram account because it's like
1: humans of new york like that's yeah. how i'm picturing this which like everybody loves and is into and like yeah. i love that conceit like yeah mm-hmm. women over 50 do not get enough attention particularly in photography so like mm-hmm. i'm obsessed with this Yeah. But I think Juliet's right about how to do it. Yeah.
0: Because people are going to, at first, like, come to you for this content. And then once it gets, you know, Mm -hmm. turns into this thing, then you can create a separate one.
1: And I think the thing also is, like, use a hashtag like don't just share the photos but share the stories of the women so it is Mm -hmm. very humans of new york and then remind ask all of them to also post on their instagram accounts Mm -hmm. the photo in the story and have a really explicit call to action like to see more photos in this story follow this account and check out this hashtag like so if you do a different one every week or every day or whatever it is and every single one of those people post about it like you will grow
0: exactly yep love that okay we have a bonus question for the A-side. Um, this is from someone who sent me a DM on Instagram. Juliet thinks... <laughs> like, guys, nobody asked me any questions. I'm so offended. I mean, I guess I should
1: just... Like, you only want to hear what Juliet thinks. I mean, maybe I should just stop talking. Just, like,
0: share that feedback. Send if, Rachel like, you... some DMs with your questions too. advice. Yeah, I'm offended yeah. a little. But I can take it. Um, okay, so this person said... Just discovered your podcast, and I'm loving it, both A and B sides. Oh That's good. Thank you. I like that. I'm a digital marketer working in the travel and hospitality industry, but I've always gotten so much inspiration by following social media and e-commerce trends in beauty and fashion. Hotel world tends to be a bit behind on the times. Maybe you guys could share some of your own favorite resources for inspo from unusual industries. So, Rach, what's yours?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, okay. I have two things one I think my first one's like not that unusual but I just think beauty creators are the most innovative Mm -hmm. on social and in content for a couple because a lot of them are like artists like there's a really big you know like Venn diagram of like people who are makeup artists and like Mm -hmm. went to fine art school or like are interested in art so like they just tend to be like artsy creative people yeah and makeup is like so visual and it's like um, affordable, like anyone can go to CVS and like buy a bunch of makeup and like do a tutorial or whatever. So like, I just think that like a lot of times beauty Instagrammers and YouTubers like innovate mm-hmm. like faster and first. Um, So I think that that's one. Another one that we've been talking about a lot lately. Okay, shout out on the pod to Rob Bonstein Mm -hmm, and Molly Chen. mm -hmm. Rob is Molly Chen's husband and Lily Chen's father and an important person in his own right, but sometimes in this um, genre gets a lot of attention for who he's the father of and married to. (laughs) That's um, R. Bonstein, R-B-O-N-S-T-E-I-N. And Rob is a friend of mine, and he turned me on to this account um Rob turned me onto the Instagram account Museum of City NY and that's the Museum of the City of New York and I didn't even know about this museum I until he told me um
0: it's I love New York. Fifth
1: Avenue at one 103rd Street. Um, so their actual Instagram account is just like really cool old New York pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just like cool. Like here's one of like lights streaming into Grand Central. Um, here's one of people skiing somewhere in Madison Square Garden. I don't know. It's just like cool old timey photos, but their Instagram stories are like really good. Like yeah. the way that they use text Mm -hmm. and the draw feature Mm -hmm. and like really take the time to make like um uh like series you know like so you'll have one photo and there's like a little bit of text on it and then you tap and it's like the same photo and the text gets added Mm -hmm. or like they just do really really creative things there's not one live right now otherwise i would describe it Mm -hmm. and this is like an account that i probably wouldn't have thought to follow i mean it's like everyone follows national geographic like everyone you know there's definitely historical accounts i follow but i wouldn't have known about this and like it really does the way they use like text and photos together is just like really innovative and like it totally gives me ideas for like how we can tell stories Mm -hmm. on love stories tv um so yeah i think you can find inspiration from like lots of places and like um it's sort of an interesting question to ask your friends who
0: like don't work in your industry like who Mm -hmm. do you follow yeah um, I actually like, um, when I was thinking about this, I was like, huh, this is like a really good question because mm-hmm. I feel like I always go to beauty too, but that's kind of like an obvious, mm-hmm. but s- accounts that I also like, I'm really interested in and sometimes find like inspiration from mm-hmm. are kind of like what boys follow on Instagram. Yeah. Like spo- <laughs> Like barstool sports is one. Bleacher report. I was talking to someone yeah. about this morning. Um, like. Accounts that I am not the target audience for But probably my boyfriend is Yeah (laughs) And I think they do a lot of interesting things with humor And it's just like I like seeing how people respond to like a lot of those Like more like Instagram meme culture things Yeah I think it's like I get ideas for how I can like adopt that For like when I was working in you know Fashion and beauty for, Mm -hmm. for something like that Um, I think weddings are, like, sports for... How sports are for men,
1: where it's sort of this, like, unifier. Like, I'm sorry if these are, like, gross generalizations and, like, listen, this is coming from a woman who, like, did not go to her wedding venue to the day of the wedding, (laughs) so, like, whatever. But I think women, like, generally um, appreciate... Listen, at my apartment, in my house, I have the Vogue Weddings coffee table book. Every female who walks into my apartment looks at that. Yeah. No matter, like, who they are and what they're up to. And Uh sports, like... They're kind of like that. Like, the, I definitely know some men who, like, aren't into sports, but it's sort of like a the great unifier. Yeah. I sort of think weddings are like that. <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, I follow barstool sports, and I know a lot of, like, girls who do or like guys who not great aren't, Yeah. And guys who aren't even into sports, because mm-hmm. it's kind of like, it's like a very, like, general, it's like for the masses. Yeah, totally. Um, but I think what they do is funny.
1: Me too. That was a good question.
0: Yeah. That I was like a good A-set. That added, like, a little levity to the A-set. I
1: agree. Very good. Well, okay, that was the A-side. Keep the sending end us a your side. questions. You can send them to – I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I guess just tell me
0: why. Like, just tell
1: me why. I just want to know. Like, do I seem
0: inaccessible? Just DM both J. Delphine no, and Rachel for Silver. I just want to
1: know why. I don't really care. <laughs> I'll probably lose them in my
0: DMs anyways. Um, or you can always email do do you follow follow. podcasts at gmail.com, and we love getting emails there.
1: And a little plug, um, we just launched – a. Th- second podcast. so We did. it's called Since You Asked.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: as you know from listening to the Do You Follow podcast, Juliet and I are obsessed with um, Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. And like we constantly are talking about how people ask the craziest questions to one another. Crazy both like we can't believe how personal they are. And also like we can't believe they didn't... This is where they thought to go for the yeah. answer. And what we... Also think is really interesting is that we follow all of these like magazines on Facebook and all they do all day long is post advice like yeah. how to plan your wedding budget, how much to pay for a DJ, how mm-hmm. to get along with your mother-in-law. And then the literally next post you see is a Facebook group where someone's being like, I can't get along with my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. How much should I pay my DJ? And <laughs> it's like it's so
0: funny. So, like ships
1: in the night. Yeah, so we wanna like um solve the problem. So we on this new podcast called Since You Asked, mm-hmm. we are reading mm-hmm. questions that we see in Facebook groups. Mm-hmm on the pad and just answering them because we know all the answers <laughs> and um yeah, if you are planning a wedding or were recently married and you're interested in any of this, you should join the um, Love Stories TV Slack channel. Yeah, it's a fun place to hang out. Yeah, because there's also lots of questions that we're answering them on the pod. But um, you might be interested in the other podcast, even if you're not in t- weddings. We answered a couple fashion and beauty questions. Mm-hmm. But also, like it's like kind of just like a anthropological deep dive into Facebook groups, yeah. to be honest with you. So I completely agree. So come check it out. Um, and yeah. the Love Stories TV Slack is bit.ly slash mm-hmm. Um and that's it we'll see you on the b-side see side. you on the b-side bye